0: Hello and welcome to podcast 18 of Firewords. It's great to be here after a bit of a break because we have been getting issue 10 on the shelves.
1: Yeah, we've been very busy, haven't we? <laughs> yeah,
0: so there has been a bit of a delay with this podcast, but it's good to be back.
1: The issue is with the printer, so now we're all like breathing a sigh of relief and just waiting for it to arrive. That time where we're just itching to get it in our hands. And with it being Issue 10, it feels like a bit of a milestone, doesn't it? It's like double figures. It's it's like a real thing now.
0: (laughs) It feels like quite an accomplishment.
1: Yeah, we put a lot of work into it and we work with a lot of talented writers and illustrators and we're all really proud of it. So if you haven't read Firewords before and you're just listening to the podcast, then why not give Issue 10 a go and let us know what you think of it?
0: And if you want to check it out further, please visit our website at www.firewords.com firewords.co.uk forward slash 10.
1: Okay, that's the salesy bit over with. Let's get on with the show. Okay, so what are we talking about today, Jen?
0: Well, today we're going to talk about the editing process.
1: This is a big topic, isn't it? And I think we mentioned a couple of episodes ago that it would be a good topic to tackle on the podcast because we started getting into that when we were talking about something else, started veering into editing. But we thought it'd be good to set aside an episode just for editing.
0: Yeah. Although, saying that editing is so big, we won't be covering everything, we'll only be denting the surface.
1: No. And there is no right or wrong way to do it. So I think the best way is just for us to kind of talk about how we do it and we struggle with and hopefully you get something out of that. Okay, so before we dive into the nitty-gritty of the actual editing process, we thought it would be a good idea to start with an email because we've recently had one that touches on this topic. If you're not on the email mailing list of Firewords, then you should be. (laughs) But um, one of the first emails we send out asks you what you're struggling with and what's holding you back in your writing. So we get some really interesting replies and helps us choose the topics that we cover on the podcast. So we've had an email from Noel Williams. Hi, Noel, and thanks for your email. Um, He was saying that his key problem is getting the motivation to revise and redraft when a story has been completed. I think that's one of the hardest things to actually, before you even start editing, is getting the motivation, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think that... um... It's such an achievement that you feel when you've completed something.
1: Yeah, and it's hard work, let's be honest. It can be a slog to like finish it. And when you actually get to the finish line and you've got a first draft, the last thing you want to do usually is like dive straight back into changing it because you've just gotten through it all, haven't you?
0: It's not just that. It's like you can leave it. And then even when you come back to it later, it's such a slog. It feels like such a long slog to get through it again. It takes such a long time. I think sometimes like to do it properly, personally, I need to spend so much time to get it to the standard I want and it's such like a struggle, you don't appreciate that. You think that because you've written your novel you've kind of just got some tweaking to do and that's not mm-hmm. it. The kind of thing I've just said, I can imagine if I was listening to a podcast and somebody said that, I'd be listening to it and thinking, yeah, yeah, I can do it, but it's really disheartening a lot of the time because it's not just somebody sitting in a podcast saying it's a slog, it's like you're sitting there... You feel like you're bashing your head off a brick wall because you're just like trying to move forward. And sometimes it feels like you're not. Like, I've been editing my novel for four months now, just like on one edit, to be honest. And I've looked back, on Thursday, I look back. It's Sunday now, so like three days ago, I looked back and saw some progress that I'd made and it took that, it's taken that long for me to really see real progress and yeah, it gave me a sense of achievement, I'm glad I did it, but in these intervening months, it's been tough.
1: Yeah, I think the main problem when you're trying to get that motivation is that you kind of usually lose the excitement at that stage, don't you? Like when you've got an idea for a story, you're really excited and you can't wait to dive in and get some words down and... All the way through it, usually you feel like that excitement is because you've not re- reached the end. You're like, yeah, I've still got that. But then when you reach the end, a first draft's never really what you had you know, in mind. Mm. Like it's not as good as you hoped it would be. And it's really easy to lose that motivation and that excitement for an idea once you've got that first draft and you look back at it and you think, oh, well, it's really not that good or as good as I hoped.
0: I think that with that... It's a different way of tackling it. It's more methodical when you come onto your different edits. But even when you have that and you're being methodical, you're still perhaps introducing new scenes, new characters, taking characters in different ways than in the the original draft. And the problem then comes you're switching to be methodical, but you've got to keep the creativity So Mm -hmm. when you're talking about the motivation and the excitement, when that goes, it's harder to be creative and you've got to balance that with being more structurally aware and it's a total balancing act that I find does inhibit my ability to just have the creative flair to keep Mm -hmm. my writing inspirational, if I say inspirational, obviously for myself, not for others, but to keep me going.
1: You think of the writing stage as the creative part and the editing almost like a like a clinical kind of thing, isn't it? Like cutting it up and changing it, but there's so much creativity needed for editing as well that you also need that creativity to keep it going.
0: Okay, so moving on from the question... Oh.
1: Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> a creaky chair.
0: <laughs> so hopefully that's okay for you know, Um Just we're all in the same boat and it is tough. Um, moving on, we've thought of two key strategies, so hopefully it'll be practical things. I'm sure you do anyway, but just to... It's
1: always good to have a reminder of these things, isn't it? Yeah. So Jen, as she said, he's going to be talking mostly from like a novel editing background, but this also applies to short story editing or any kind of editing of writing.
0: Okay, so the first thing we'd say would be keep a focus for each edit. And the second thing we'd say is keep up the pace. So now we'll go and talk about each.
1: Yeah, so when Jen says focus on each edit, she means like... Break it down into stages of editing. Um, this is not just one task to go and edit a piece. It's really helpful, isn't it? To like break it down and say, right, for this first edit, I am going to just read it and see how it feels overall, like structurally. Mm-hmm. Does it work as a story and does anything big need to change? Because yep. if you go straight in and try and do everything at once, then you're really going to struggle mm-hmm. to see the big picture.
0: Yeah. Then the second stage, depending on, obviously it will depend on what your novel or short story is about, might be focused mainly on setting. Third might be, as I've just done, read through my novel and decided to introduce about five new characters to Mm -hmm. like meet it out and I'm aware that although I've got that down as an editing stage, when I read it again, maybe the characters won't work and I'll then need to edit it another time. So that's when Noel's comment about motivation is spot on. It's just tough and just be strategic.
1: Yeah. And it also keeps it manageable because if you try and do everything like in one edit, it's almost like too much to handle. Like you're thinking about dialogue. Does this sound right? Is this character consistent? Is that description really good? It's like that's too much for your brain to like work through. It's like it's almost different skills.
0: And really unhelpfully, I'm going to put in here that we know from personal experience that when you do your edits you are going to verge a little bit away <laughs> from the exact focus that you want your edit to have we know this is just kind of keeping it in the right ballpark oh, yeah. we're um, talking ideal situation yeah, yeah, yeah. ideal situation that practically you're going to see something and want to fix it
1: especially typos and stuff like that it would be good just to ignore everything like that because that can come like at the final stage do all your mm-hmm. proofreading and stuff like that but
0: which I think brings us quite closely on to the second point about keeping up the pace in your writing. That just means that you're going to have really tough sections. You're going to have some sections that are lovely and easy to read and kind of makes you want to just dive right in there and elaborate on it. And you really get your teeth into it and it's, it leaves you buzzing. Even on the third edit, you're still like buzzing from dealing with these situations. But the contrasting slow paced really tough sections that are necessary for your story but are a bit of a drag to be honest Mm. it's unrealistic to think that stories are totally devoid of these it can be extremely difficult to write about them in as engaging a way as possible
1: that's what you've been struggling at the moment isn't it with these sections that Mm. don't excite you as much you kind of lose the the pace that you need to keep up
0: I'd say there's two. So one of the things that can slow down the pace are these sections. Another thing that can slow down the pace is very much linked to the first point of keeping a focus of your edits. It's when you lose focus and you become a bit of a perfectionist. So it's not just veering slightly off target. So it's starting to do line editing when you're still really at a content editing stage um, or just like tweaking or...
1: Getting obsessed with like one scene when it's really mm. like... You've been working at it so long that you just need some distance from it and it's time to move on, Mm -hmm. come back to it later.
0: Yeah. And of course, folks, the caveat with all of this is take it all with a pinch of salt because you might be having a really great editing day once and you're supposed to be working on setting, but (laughs) then you see how these characters can interact and you just go with it. And you can come out with some really brilliant stuff this is kind of what I was saying at the very beginning. To keep the creative flow in the editing process is hard, but it's really necessary to write well. So we get it, we've given you pointers, go take it, run with it, but if you totally knock it to one side and just do your own thing, that's really good as well, sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so basically, just ignore everything we've just said.
0: <laughs> no, it, should be, it should be taken for what it is. To be perfect in writing, you have to be imperfect in the process.
1: Oh, that was profound, Jen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. Good advice. Do you find that a big thing is, is taking a break from something and getting a bit of distance, especially when you've just finished it?
0: I have done. I have two novels at the moment which I've written and I'm editing and it's a case of I'll edit one and go back and do another edit of another. That's just working for me at the moment. I don't know if it would always Mm. be the best way to do things because I guess it depends on how the individual's feeling about what they're writing. One piece that I've done is quite personal to me. Yeah,
1: and you wrote that years ago, so it really was a big gap. So it was almost like you were coming back to something that you hadn't even written because it was so long ago that you didn't even remember so much about it. So that's an interesting way of doing it. It's almost like you get that...
0: It's perspective.
1: Yeah, you need that break to, to look at it with clarity, don't you?
0: yeah. I think from a short story perspective, what I'm finding with the short stories that I've done, I'd be really interested to hear if any of the listeners have had a similar experience. It's never edited. Like, there's so many variables, and you've got your structure of your short story in place, but within that, there's still variables that you could edit and tweak forever. Like, with longer pieces, you get to a point where there's little things you could do, but in essence, it's done. I am getting to the stage with some short stories I've written. I've got different versions of it to fit different word counts.
1: Like if you're submitting it somewhere that's got a certain word count, you mean?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but my optimum is just always changing. But you never don't know anymore. At, <laughs> I don't know anymore, and I would never look at something and think, yeah, that's done. Yeah. I always want to tweak.
1: It's hard to call it done, because you feel like it could always be improved. Yeah. I kind of like it with short story editing. I try and have fun with it. Like I get the first draft down as quickly as I can, and knowing that it's probably terrible, and then try and go back to it with like the same excitement and try and get it to a good place. Because so I feel like with short stories, because it's such a short form, it's easier to write more carefully and try and get it perfect as you go. Because it's not like a novel. Like it's such a huge thing. There's no way you could do that without taking ten years to write it. But With a short story, you know it's going to be a certain length that you can take the time to go carefully and slowly with it. Whereas I find it's good to just get get the first draft down in the same way and then go back and refine it.
0: What I find difficult with writing short stories is that My best work comes when I don't follow any advice or any rule book. This is quite ironic, because I know that we do try and give advice to people who write into us, because there's definitely, as editors, things that you see and things you can comment on. But I find if I concentrate too much on that kind of thing, it does hinder my own creativity. So, again, I feel like I'm just being very unhelpful on this entire podcast, (laughs) because I have tried to approach my work in a certain way and just after a few years of this I'm just basically chucking it out the window and doing it my own way for my own satisfaction and if the writing doesn't get as far I'd rather it got further within me.
1: Mm-hmm. Well that's the beauty of writing and that's why it's so hard to talk about writing in this way on a podcast. It's- giving advice but there's no right or wrong and like it's different for everybody and you've got to do it for what works for you and what you get from the process so you shouldn't feel bad for that i don't think Mm. it's got to be for you otherwise what's the point throw the rule book out (laughs) have fun with it
0: throw your computer out the window (laughs) (laughs) maybe not you'll hear our voices as we're sailing to the ground if you live on the Ah, top floor ah. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. goodbye